Hello all and welcome to We're All Fine, the podcast that provides unsolicited advice from totally unqualified but incredibly fabulous people. I am, as I pat myself on the back, one of those super fabulous people. My name is Holly and this is my co-host Carly. Hey everybody. And today we are so excited because we have our very first guest today. This is Kaylin Fletcher. Say hi Kaylin. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hey, how we doing? Kaylin is, I mean, aside from being like painfully gorgeous. Mm -hmm. She is also super funny, really smart, and has a lot of really cringy stories to share today. So as with all of our guests now and in the future, Kaylin, would you share some of your unqualifications with us? What what Um, brings you here to our show? Absolutely. I am just kind of the definition of you, like... You make me sound like this, like, crazy, cool, wonderful gal. I am, like, the definition of, like, adequate. Like, I always say I'm not too much, but I'm, like, you know, it's not, like, oh, I wish she was more. It's just kind of, like, I'm here. I'm here and I'm existing. My friends describe me as the girl who's been in so many failed relationships, but somehow always has the relationship advice that people need. Perfect. Don't don't know how, but... I don't take my own advice. I think that that's the issue. And this is, that is exactly why you belong on the show. We also give great advice that we never listen to, but I will tell you, I now want a t-shirt that says, I am the definition of adequate. <laughs> Me too. It just, I feel like that is just like the perfect word. It just, right. Because then you're not overhyping yourself to people, but it's also like, you're not underappreciating yeah. yourself it's just like i'm adequate i'm completely nope. adequate that's yeah. my new that's like my that. new sweatshirt i love it so much i'll make the t-shirts i have a cricket that i use i'll make them oh, oh my god oh my gosh. so You're many qualifications. i do love crafts Endless safe space. Well, as you guys have already probably uh, figured out, we are going to be talking about bad dates today. I'm so incredibly delighted to get to have these conversations. But as always, we have to start, especially because we're going to have some really some tough talks today. We need to start off with our it could be worse segment, just so we feel a little bit better before we get going. So one of the things that I used to do when I would have my moments, I lo- I always loved being single, but one of the things I would do when I was having a moment where I hated being single is I would get online and look up terrible like dating stories, not the <laughs> scary ones like from the ID channel, but the ones where you're just like, I'm really glad I didn't let Keith steal two hours of my life that I can never get back. I was going to say, I love those shows that are like, who did I marry? And like yeah. all of these are like the monster in my bed or something, <laughs> just like weird stuff like that. I love those, but those, I mean, like, I feel like those can be used for any of us that at one point in our lives were like, I'm never getting married, which is who I very much was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just never wanted that. Like, some person that everybody on the show is like, we never thought he was a murderer. He was so mousy. I didn't ever. It's like, always I'm the mousy much. ones. Don't, it's always don't the mousy fooled. ones. And so I've been happily married. But I really enjoyed looking through these articles again. Starts off with, the guy took me to a McDonald's, which is fine for like a first date. Nope, that was it. You could could just stop. It could be worse right there. He took me me to a McDonald's. The end. It could be worse. Like, I mean... I'm okay with like fast food for a first date because like maybe they were going to go do something else afterwards. Who knows, right? But it gets worse. The ice cream machine was not working at McDonald's. I wish call that, that Tuesday. Was. Yeah. <laughs> the gentleman ate five hamburgers, one 
after another continuously was on his phone and the way in which his fingers were moving it was clear that he was swiping on dating apps while on this date then he asked me if i was horny and wanted to go to his apartment so that he quote so that i can do you i politely declined and left I've never been as disappointed in someone as on that date. I is the direct oh quote. My God, lot to unpack there. <laughs> I'm like so much to unpack there. I'm like, okay. First of all, maybe it's just because I've been married for so long, so I have like a like a, a closeness now with my husband. But I think, what am I experiencing with my husband after he downs five hamburgers? What I can tell you is nothing sexy. Nothing sexy is happening after either of us is downing five hamburgers. No, we will prove our love to each other in the hours after that. Five hamburgers straight to the face. Oh, God. In a real uncomfortable way. Mm -hmm. Also, the way I just pictured the state going, like, listening to it, in my head, he downs these burgers in, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. two minutes a burger, and then he's, like, slams his hands on the table greasy and there's some like ketchup on his face and he's like so my place or yours right so then what your date's like 10 minutes and then it's still broad daylight outside and he's like let's go let's go get it on like no thank you he has to like he has to get it in before his tummy starts hurting like indigestion is knocking like far faster than her interest in him listen you two are painting like a real picture right now well, real... his mouth was very vivid imagination. Yeah. His mouth was full. Like, we know that he had not finished chewing oh, at this point absolutely. in time. Like, blah, blah, blah. you horny? No, never. I never will be again. You have removed that ability from my body, I'm pretty sure, sir. No. Nope. Plus, nothing <laughs> makes you feel prettier and more wanted as a woman that the man who is across the table stuffing his face is also checking out other women who might fulfill his needs should the burgers and you and your quickie not do it for him right like he's got options and he's probably one of those guys that like writes under people's in like instagram photos and stuff like oh i don't know why nice guys can't ever get a girlfriend like i'm always in the friend zone like You just see him. He's yelling at his mom that the casserole has not enough salt in it. And he's real upset about it. Like, I can't. This guy sucks. So remember, everybody, it could be worse. You've never been taken to McDonald's, asked if you were horny while somebody was still chewing like 100 pounds of hamburger. And then you had to. What surprised me was the end. And that was when the person said, I politely declined. What a gem. What a hero. What a treasure. I'm not being polite at that point. I'm not. mm -mm. Nope. There is nothing in my brain, Noggin, that would be like, no, no, thank you. But good luck on your adventures. I hope nothing but the best for you. Hell no. Ew. Ew, ew. I I think I would have just laughed and then like dry heaved, maybe gagged a little and then. And like, just walk away gagging. No, yeah. Or or pull a Shark Tank and be like, and for that reason, I'm out. Oh my god, I kind of want to dip into because generally anyone who has ever dated has got a bad dating story. But I I do find I 
here's some great ones always from my 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 lady friends. They've always got some good some good stories to share. So I thought this is sort of our version of it could be worse for everybody out there, except that we're providing the it could be worse for everybody else. So that you know, here's the thing. So I am in my 40-ish years old. So my view of of dating and relationships looks very different from Carly, who is stepping into her 30s. They're very exciting. Right around um, the corner. Is, is wonderful, which is going to look very different from Kaylin, who is very comfortably in her early 20s. So we've all got some, like, I think different perspectives to share today. Even technology-wise, how dating was so different. Like, before we get into, like, our horror stuff. It's like, I remember when a boy would write down his AOL chat email, and then you would take it home and have to use your dial-up internet and then wait to see when the other person got on. And then you could like start messaging each other because that was before any of us had cell phones or texting abilities. And so it was like AIM, I think is what it was like called. So it was like AOL instant message. And you would just sit there and like instant message on the computer that was attached to your phone line so no one could call you when you were talking to the boy that you like like wow I just I look at like how accessible it is now oh, yeah have way more options no it's true way back even before that we had to dear god talk to them on the phone and that's if we were lucky to catch them while they were at home because that was it like you had one number to call and if they're home cool and if they're not and maybe they are home but like not everybody had call waiting because that was kind of bougie. So like you either got a busy signal or they they might click over. And that was that was also very exciting. Now that we've all showed the world that we're a hundred. So glad for that. Kaylin, I think that you should start us off today with some dating horror stories. I think that's gonna be more accessible, I think, for for people. Accessible maybe, but also I I my dating stories to me, my disclaimer to everyone is I haven't been on a ton of dates. Even I've been in in several relationships and up until the one that I am currently happily in. My boy my previous boyfriends never took me on dates. Maybe like one, maybe two. Aside from that, dating was not my thing. I was not really about it. And so when I got to college, all my dating stories came from college and they're far and few between, but man, are they, they could be their own episode of it could be worse. I promise you. I mean, there was that one time that you went out with a guy who ate five burgers and then asked you if you were horny, but that was just that one time. Um, it might as well have been. There are like some little stories. My friend set me up once on this blind date. We went out, me and him just went to this pizza place and I got like a calzone and he literally was like on his phone. And he was talking the whole time. So I was listening and eating. I was just letting him do his thing. I was like, whatever. And I finished the food and he looks at me and he goes, do you like perform in eating competitions? Like, how did you eat that that fast? And I looked at him and I was like, I'm hungry and you don't, you never shut up. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, good for you. What? My jaw literally hit my chest. I think my left breast will have a bruise on it. Do you perform in eating competitions? Do you perform in douchebaggery competitions? Literally. The best part, let me, this is my other disclaimer that I have to give you guys because I th- it just came into my brain. I have what's called the J-name curse. When I J-name tell you- curse? Every, <laughs> Carly's not in her head like she knows what I'm talking about. It's legitimately a thing. Almost every single one 
besides two of my bad dates. Every single failed date or failed relationship, the man's name has began with a J. Yep. Damesies. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. The J it name curse is a literal thing. It is a real thing? This yeah. is a real thing. This People is a People talk real about thing. it all the mm-hmm. time. And it's like, I haven't heard it with many other letters of the alphabet. It seems to be like a constant theme yep. with J names. And yep. then I was laughing over Christmas because my uncle's name is John. And then his son's names are Jonah and Jacob. But I'm like, we need to make sure that the future generation of J names does not well, does not follow the trend. I will say my husband, my husband broke that curse because that was actually one of the reasons that me and my girlfriends like sat around and talked about. And I was like, heck no, he's a J, but he's a Justin. And he actually like, he doesn't look like a Justin. I don't feel like, I don't feel like his name fits him very well. Oh Um, my God. Where have I been? I have never heard of this in my life. Really? Oh my gosh. This is actually really funny because Holly set me up when I was a young summer chicken with a young man whose name started with J. And we were in an off-again, on-again relationship for like two years with like constant infidelity. Uh-oh, wait, who was that? Um, I won't say his last name, but his name was Josh. <gasps> That's right, I forgot. Yep. Yeah. She was Dang, like, you really like this that. guy. He's really cute. And he was really cute. And he thought I was cute. But unfortunately, we didn't think that they were, we were, the other person was cute enough to like be in a healthy relationship. (laughs) I do want to touch on this really quick though. And this is for any of my friends listening to this as well. I love to be a matchmaker. It's like my favorite thing in the world. I am horrendous at it. I am what I like to call the short term matchmaker. So I do really well (laughs) at setting people up with someone who make them immediately very happy, but like long term cause them major damage. So I, I just, for anybody out there who's like, I have said to you, oh my God, I have the right person for you. I probably do. I have Mr. or Mrs. right now for you. They're not... They're not going to be the long haul. And you just need to know that. If anything, they're going to be the person that you go, oh, well, now I figured out what I don't want in life. So <laughs> I just, I need you to know like for the future. If I ever try and set anybody up, that's what's happening. I love that though. Like, I feel like you though. Yeah. I feel like we need those kind of matchmakers in the world because mm-hmm. it's like, had I not had so many horrendous boyfriends, I wouldn't have found the one that I'm with now. You get real tired of the bullshit. And eventually you get to the point where at least I did, where I was like, I like being single because when I'm single, I don't get cheated on. I don't have to worry about you losing your job. If there was a loser in a 50 mile radius, I was like, yes. Oh my God. Yes. You can't hold a Absolutely. job for two weeks. You don't have a car. You have no aspirations for the future, but you have a really good haircut and you like to sing tool songs. Let's make out. Like that, that was part. me hundred percent. And then I finally got to the point where I was like, dude, being single is dope. I do what I want when I want with who I want. This is awesome. And once you like find the happiness in single, it takes a lot to be willing to leave that. And so like my husband came in and I was like, no, we're just friends. Like this will never go anywhere. And then we started sleeping together and I was like, I have feelings for him, but I don't think he likes me. And we were engaged within three months. <laughs> like, I love it. I love I knew, it. Like we knew. He says to this day, when you know, you know, why wait? It was perfect. Yeah. Those J names though, they'll get you. They will get you hundred percent. And the female like population that I have dated, they are a name, and I will go to my grave believing that a names are the same as the J name curse. Promise. I actually have heard that yep. from several of several of my friends. 
Yep. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it is, but it's a real, it is a real thing. Well, um, listen, from the old folks home that I'm currently sitting in, I want you guys to know, I'm really glad that you've shared this with me. I'm going to tell all the rest of my elderly friends about this, this new thing that I've learned. So thanks. Woof. Okay. So aside from Mr. Are you in an eating competition? You've got to have like a really like, you got to drop it. What's the, what's the big, big one? We'll call him the man of mystery. This date to this day is still like, this is the story I bring to parties. And this is the one that I love to tell people. So it's, it's my freshman year of college. I went to school in Mississippi doing, doing the college thing. And my roommate comes back from class one day and she's like, there's this guy that I sit next to in class that I think you two would just really hit it off. I think you guys would get along so great. And I was like, okay, I'm game. And my freshman year of college, mind you, I, all of high school, I was in the same relationship. I had been in the same relationship from eighth grade to senior year. Mistake, but we won't get into it. There's a lot to unpack there. Anyway, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll give dating a try. Why not? It's time to get back on the horse. (laughs) So sure enough, she gives him my number and my Snapchat. And so he adds me on Snapchat and we're talking for a couple days and he is hyping himself up so hard. But he's funny. How is he hyping himself up? Just talking about how he's like the coolest guy I'll ever meet and like he has a really cool car and has all this money and all this stuff. And I was just like, at the time, in my head, I was just like, sure. How much worse could it get than what I've already experienced, right? You you say what you need to say. Set no so, standards high. How much yeah. worse could it get, I guess. Right. So finally, he asked me, he's like, can I take you on a date? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? He's like, I'll take you out to dinner, and then we'll go see a movie. Mind you, it's Starkville, Mississippi, which you can drive through in 10 minutes. There is not much to do. So we have a really crappy movie theater and like a Sonic and a couple other fast food places. Which is why I wasn't so shocked when you were like, he took me to a McDonald's. Because that's on like the higher end of places you can go in Mississippi. That's fair. Day of the date comes and he texts me and he's like, I totally forgot I'm supposed to play. Play is a keyword here. Play in a baseball game with my roommate. Can we push our date back? Mind you, this is probably like an hour before we're supposed to go. So I was like, you know what? Sure. I'm not really putting a lot into this. So yeah, that's fine. Little does he know, I also have his roommate on Snapchat. Didn't even know they were roommates. Also have his roommate on Snapchat. His roommate posts a video of them watching a baseball game in their living room. What a weird lie to tell. Like Exactly. So strange. Like, just say, hey, I'm watching, like, a baseball game with my bro. Can I hang out with you later? Strange. So, yeah. This is just the buildup, okay? This is just, like, we're we're planting the red flags that I really should have noticed. The field, yeah. So then he's like, I'm going to pick you up. You'll know my car when you see it. And he was like, and we're going to have the best time ever. He was like, this this date is going to rock your world. Will it? Are we sure? <laughs> Please tell me who's driving a Honda. Please tell me who's driving Way a worse. Honda. Way worse. This man, you can hear his car from the other side of town. It is so loud. He pulls up to my dorm in the most beat up, old, rusty Toyota I have ever seen in my life. Like, picture Toy Story. If you know the movie Toy Story and you know the the pizza delivery driver drives a very old Toyota, that is what his car looked like. And he pulls up and in my head, I'm just going, no, 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 no. This is not. 
this is not this man. This is we haven't met in person yet. So I was like, this isn't this can't be him. This can't be him. Sure enough, stops right in front of me. Doesn't get out of the car. He leans over and pops the door open. And I was like, great. He is dressed like he is going to the farmer's ball. I need you to break up, that down for me. Button up shirt. Button up shirt all the way to here. Tight, tight, straight leg jeans, big old belt buckle, boots tucked in hair completely slicked back and i was just like you and your car don't match you don't you don't match the vibes don't match especially because he opens the car door and what are his seat covers but like tattooed like a dragon but like in the style of what you'd get it like tattooed on your body not only that but he is self-hung led strips all around his car so he's a dopamine purchaser yeah (laughs) whatever brings him joy and he, you know, he has the coolest car. He's hyping up. He's been hyping up this car for days. For and I'm days. just instantly just kind of like, I feel like I need to like sanitize as I get in and get out. So well, anyway, we, he's worked really hard on his craft project on wheels. It sounds like. Get in the car. This man, remember, he's been hyping himself up. Gets in the car, develops a rash on the back of his neck because of his incapability to speak to me. I was like, how are you? How's your day? And he literally just like side eye, side eye itch itches neck and i am watching this rash like spread to the point i needed to be like do you need medical attention like are you okay and he's like pulling on his collar like he can't breathe and i was like it's a very short five minute car ride to the movie theater we go in we see the movie which i'm like great we don't have to talk that much we watched the movie don't even remember what movie we saw and we go back out to the car and i was like okay let's try to get to know him a little better so we're leaving and i'm like what kind of music do you like to listen to and he's like you don't get to know that what and I was like, okay. And he was like, but do you want to know what they call my car? And I went, I don't know. Do I? And he, he passed the dashboard. Passed the dashboard twice and goes, they call her the panty dropper. And then looks Shut at me. Shut the fuck up. I'm not. Stop it. I can't make it up. That is engraved. That moment is engraved in my brain. Stop. Stop it. Oh my God. I'm holding back laughter because I'm like whose panties are dropping for this car because if anything i pulled mine up a little higher (laughs) maybe put on an extra pair and he looks at me and he was like he was like but i don't think we're at the point in our relationship that i should like tell you that story you do realize that this is how every true crime murder begins like every time i've heard any story we're like and the killer picked her up. He couldn't talk to her in the beginning and rash developed on the back of his neck. Like, this is all... No, literally. world town. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, everyone had my location and I'm, like, texting my guy friends, like, hey, here's where I'm at. Like, I'm trying to get him to take me home ASAP. But, like, if we go get food, I need you to show up. But I don't feel unsafe. Like, I'm just laughing at this point because I'm like, what delusional world does this man live in that he really thinks women are impressed by anything he is doing? And then he was like, do you want to go get ice cream at Sonic? As he's pulling into Sonic. And I was like, here we go. I'm just here. So then I keep asking him questions about himself. I'm like, what do you like to do for fun? What do you like to do? And every single time it was, you don't get to know that yet. And then he looks at me and he was like, I'm just a guy that like, I will decide what you get to know and what you don't. Because (gasps) I am a man of mystery. A man of mystery. What? This guy. (laughs) I had no idea where we were going to go on this ride, and I had no idea we were going to get here. So then I finally throw my hands up, and I'm like, you know what? You have not asked me a single question about myself. 
We are just going to sit here in silence because you refuse to play music. So finally, he gets so uncomfortable in the silence. He was like, fine, I'll show you what music I listen to. And starts playing, you guessed it, German Screamo. You know what? I didn't guess it. I, I didn't, didn't even kind nope. of guess it. Nope. Nope. That wasn't even in the top 10 of things I was going to say. Nope. Yeah. At that point in my head, I was like, can we go back to the whole man of mystery thing? Yeah. Like, I don't want to know this about you. The one yeah, thing you let so, me know about you, I don't want to know. And the whole time in my head, I'm like, why did my roommate think we'd be a good match? Was it a prank? No. She genuinely believed it. And was she mad at you? Um, did you owe her money? It could have been all of the above. I don't know. <laughs> this feels like a mean thing to do to Mind someone. you, she she was the same roommate that did make my Tinder and not tell me about it. She seems like a scary like mother-in-law that's just trying to like marry you off. Yeah, that's how it felt near yeah. the end. Another story for another time. But we pull up at my dorm and I literally, I don't even make eye contact with the man. No. I get out, I get out, close the door and give him a quick little like wave. Go inside, just all the laughter that I've been holding in all night comes out. I am tackling down the hall back to my dorm. And then I was like, my mom raised me with manners and he he paid for Sonic. So I texted him and I was like, hey, thanks for tonight. He texts me back immediately and goes, yeah, it was an okay time, I guess. I messaged him back and I was like, yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. Good for you. If he's, if he's going to pull that card and he goes, yeah, that's why you didn't get the invite back upstairs. And I messaged him back and I said, do I need to remind you that you dropped me off so you didn't get the invite back upstairs? Oh, yes, queen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now he builds helicopters and we haven't spoken since. Woof. What? Woof. He sounds like an alien. He mm. sounds like an alien that was like sat in front of a screen and was like, this is all the things that men are in on Earth. And he was like, oh, a cowboy, well-dressed car man <laughs> who likes lights and sounds and maybe he can't navigate his car without all the blinking lights that like starships would have right and then you know don't give women too much information because patriarchy and things this sounds like an alien was like all right i am a man and i will go on a date and that's honestly, how it felt that would actually explain a lot so i'm gonna go with that because if it was an alien that would explain pretty much everything Yep. Yeah, I think that that's the best justification for that date. I know that we've talked about this in the past, mm -hmm. but like, well, I have not dated alien men like Kaylin. I have just had like very uncomfortable situations. Like some of it wasn't really their fault. It was just like the universe stepped in and was like, no, no, Holly, you don't belong with this one. And that was... And I was like, okay, like, I get it now. One of those was this guy. I go on a date. We decide we're going to go on a hike. Because at the time I was like, yay, physical activity. It feels like a lifetime ago. So we decide to go on this like little hike, right? We get to the top of the mountain and it's like this beautiful view. And he like leans in for a kiss. And like the moment was nice. The kiss was, it was all right. So then we start walking back down the mountain. And again, this is a really short hike because I'm in cute pants. I'm not doing like a serious hike in exercise clothes. Yeah, we're walking back down and these people are like walking up and they stop us and they go, hey, do you guys own the blah, blah, blah car? I don't even remember what kind of car he drove. He's like, yeah. And they go, oh man, I think somebody broke into it. The windows are all smashed. We're like, oh my God. So we start racing down the rest of the trail to get down there. And sure enough, as soon as we get down, we see that his passenger side window has been completely smashed in glass everywhere. They've stolen his stereo and some other stuff out of his car. And then the back window has been broken, but there's not like glass everywhere. We're like, oh crap. Well, we got to we gotta like report this. We gotta do something. So we get in the car. This is before cell phones, by the way. So 
back in the 1900s. I just want to throw that out. We're driving down the, the canyon, you know, get to a phone so we can call and report it. And I have to, of course, sit in the back seat. So it looks like a very like driving Miss Daisy scenario as we're moving down the canyon. It's very awkward. And a cop is driving up the canyon. My date decides that the best option is to swing the car Dukes of Hazard style across the road to block the officer from coming up the canyon so we can then report this break-in right there. So he does. He like, like moves the car, blocks the police officer. The policeman gets out of the car. The cop looks over at me and goes, Holly, right? I'm like, yeah. Do you have a history with the law? No, I don't. I cannot figure out what in the world. How does this officer know me? He's like, yeah, I thought that was you. And I'm like, what in the, what in the, it was so uncomfortable. And the date is looking at me exactly the way you guys are right now. Like, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) and this, I don't know. There was just like a sleeping with the enemy vibe of like the way this cop was looking at me. Like, what was it? Like Terminator where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So we report the whole thing. And then he's like, we have to get a different car so we can continue the date. So we have to drive to his parents house where they have another car so it's our first date and now i'm meeting his parents Mm-mm. we walk in and he's got the kind of house where everything is covered in plastic so like when you sit on the couch it makes that like like sound murder, right murder like, vibes yeah so like everything's covered covered in plastic and we sit down and his parents are like real like the living version of the gothic america yeah, gothic painting, america. yeah. Yeah, he's, it's just real, it's so weird. And they don't talk. And so we just kind of stare at each other while he grabs keys. And so then we get back in the car. He decides the movie to take me to is Cable Guy. It's just in general, it's a terrible fall. So I'm in Cable Guy. This has already been exhausting and eight shades of awkward just since the beginning of the date. So I get up in the middle of the movie. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I just spend the rest of the movie wandering around the music, the movie theater. Like I was just wandering around. I was like talking to people at the counter I just hanging out. I come in at the end of the movie and um, he takes me home, leans in for the kiss. We've already kissed once on this date. Like I allowed it. It was, you know, beautiful environment at the time. I was, I was confused. So uh, he leans in. I was like, okay, that was it. Like, that's it. Night. After that, you know, he asked to go out again. I was like, I think maybe the universe is telling us like we should be friends. There was nothing really to override what happened. And he was like, no, no, no. I think that this can work out over the next few weeks would drive past my house and take pictures of my house and send them to me in the mail and be like thinking about you. Did he He actually, he did at one point he broke into my car, did not break the window, but like somehow got into my car and left this like, I don't know. It was huge. It was like a five foot teddy bear in the driver's seat, which let me tell you, it was the scariest effing thing I've ever seen when I walked out of my house and I see a giant teddy bear in my driver's seat. And then with a note that's like thinking of you, there were no like, you know, pig hearts or anything else, which you would think would show up with that stuff. But it was, um, that was a long, long, weird one. And weirdly, Kaylin, he also does engineering stuff on um, jets and things. So, or actually he's submarines. So like, I just, I wonder if there's like a, maybe there's a club, like a club of weirdos. It's the prerequisite to becoming any sort of transportation engineer. You have to go on terrible dates. Oh my gosh, that makes more sense too. They're like one-upping each other, you know, like every, every time they submit the terrible date that they engineered, how many things can you make go wrong? 
my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. All right, Carly, you're up. Oh, Give us your good one. There are so many. I cannot tell you. Um, probably one of the worst one was a kid that was actually my neighbor when we were itty bitties, and then he moved away, and then he ended up working at my job. I was working at Laser Tag, and he like walked in and he goes, Carly, and it was this like moment, right, where I was like, Oh my gosh, he got like super cute. We knew each other when we were in diapers. Like this could be a thing. And he was a musician because if you were a musician and like I said, a douchebag, I was like, yes, you, I will build my future around you. We're about to go on this date and I'm wearing a very thick sweater, which will come into play soon. And he's talking to me and we're going to go bowling, which I was like, what a great first date. Like you have time to think about what you're going to say and then like, you know, trade turns and haha, you know, I can pretend like he needs to help me with something if it seems like his ego is as strong as like a shard of glass and this this will be a thing and so I'm walking towards the front door just walking and he's kind of behind me and he says something and I see that like there are many door openings to the bowling alley and all of them are open so I think straight shot I'm going right so I look back at him and I'm like oh my god you're so fun right into the glass wall right into the one pane that actually wasn't open and I didn't have time to protect myself so I looked back at him and as I turned back was the moment of impact so my nose crunches against the glass and it was sorry for anybody who's like squeamish with blood um you can just fast forward the next like 30 seconds I instant blood instant blood covered like you would have thought somebody just like turned on my nose faucet so I walk in right already super embarrassed and when I get embarrassed I sweat I get hot I'm one of those people where I'm like oh is it hot me too like me too I just I'm, I'm wet and bloody and so all of these workers are coming around to help me and like holding paper towels to my face and I'm sitting there like no this is such a great date thank you so much you know like he can't hear anything I'm saying um he's standing there wide-eyed oh my god are you okay did you not see the doors like all of this not being helpful at all and so I get an ice pack finally the bleeding stops the workers leave they clean up the floor because like there were puddles oh and so God. I'm like let's you know let's not let this date get ruined and he's being a good sport about it so he's like come on let's let's still bowl your bowling can't be worse than that you know and I was like right I can't be more embarrassed than I am right now unless I fart I don't know like something terrible could happen still but let's try it Carly this is another example of the universe telling you you should not be (laughs) with this person it's worse I love you still said yeah okay my nose smashed bowling why not let's do it I'm tough I'm I'm running game I can do it Um, I'm an athlete if there ever was one I'm not and so then we like leave bowling and we get in his car and we're laughing and joking and stuff and it starts to a little heated and I'm a young prowling woman we're in his back seat and I go to like straddle sit on top of him and I put my hands up while we're making out and he pulls away and remember I was in a very thick sweater and I got embarrassed and I was very hot and so evidently our hot sexy moment was not hotter than how my armpits got when I was uncomfortable and in pain because I'm straddling him like in his little Barbie jeep and he pulls away 
and looks at me and then leans in. So I'm like, oh, he just wanted to look at all of this. And he whispers in my ear and goes, you smell like B.O. a little bit. My. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. No. No, sir. Yeah. I don't care. If I do, you don't bring it up in that moment. Right. Well, and here's my thing. My, my musk will turn on the right man so but i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and i like came up with this story that like my best friend wore the sweater earlier in the day so maybe that's what it was and i'm so sorry like i do shower now i'm like justifying my hygiene routine to this man so anyway so we get like we're done now i'm done I'm done. Like, he was like, no. What? You didn't want to continue that sexiness after that comment? You weren't right. even more turned on? Right. I wasn't even, yeah. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I am. Sniff it, big boy. Like, yeah. I was just like, okay, all done. And so we proceeded to, like, go home. And I saw him at work the next day. And he was like, hey, it was great hanging out with you. Mind you, at this point, I have black eyes because of how hard I smashed into the God. window. So, yeah. So, I left a date knowing that I stunk and that my nose is not good at getting hit. So, I don't know where he is. I hope he's doing well. He was a very sweet man that didn't have to tell me that my armpit stink when I was in pain. And that's another thing is, like, my nose hurts so bad. So, while we're making out, we're, like, bumping noses. Oh. So, I'm in excruciating pain the whole time. Like, I'm willing to put up with that pain, sir. You should put up with my stinky pits for five minutes, but he didn't. So, so that didn't go anywhere. Wow. I want to say, first of all, I think that it is a miracle that all of us decided to continue to try dating again <laughs> after any of these experiences. So I think that's, you know what, the future of the human race, really, there, there is hope. Maybe the them. definition of resilience, which is exactly why I chose the following as our crowning moment our sweet way to start our dates positively our day mm. positively you ready for this ready. it is i choose hope i choose hope and that's what we say when we go before you go out on any date before you even start your day you go i choose hope because mm. as bad as it may seem as terrifying as this murder car might be on the date or as black as my eyes are, or as much as that police officer knows me from some unknown experience, I choose hope because I know that while this may not be the right guy, the right person, the right moment, something good is going to come out of this. Maybe it's I know what I want from like from love and from the universe. Maybe it's that I know what I don't want. And maybe it's just that you have a really good story to bring to a party, but you choose hope. And maybe sometimes you just need a reminder that life can always be a little worse. <laughs> I love that. I love pessimistic optimism. It's my favorite thing in the, the world. Only, it's the only kind of optimism I have. Oh, partly. So much for joining us on this ride for all of our listeners if you have not already we encourage you to follow us on spotify apple any of the places that you listen to your podcast if you haven't check us out on instagram we are at we're all fine podcast if you haven't seen already we've got some really fun things that have started where you can grab some some stuff to even share on your own page which is going to be great so check us out and leave us a review we want to hear from you send us some messages we want to connect with you thanks everybody thanks guys mm -hmm.